Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Love and Confetti, the show where we talk about love and everything else. I'm Danny. And I'm Ariane. Welcome to our show. We <laughs> apologize for the delay. Last week, we weren't able to upload an episode. Ariane wasn't feeling very well. He had food poisoning. Yeah, I but, was yeah, under the weather. Luckily, I'm feeling better now, so we decided to do a recording today. And uh, yeah, today's episode is going to be interesting. Yeah. Okay, so today's topic is about cheating, which is, I mean, I'm happy to say that we're not very familiar with this topic. We haven't mm -hmm. experienced this in our relationship, so we're lucky no, in that not, sense. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. And if you've been listening to our podcast, you know that we're very open and very honest with our relationship. So everything's good in that in that department. So yeah, we haven't cheated on each other. But like before we delve into cheating, like, I know that everyone's what do you call it? Everyone's definition of cheating is different, and that's why I can say na you cheated even though you think you didn't. There's always like this line that everyone mm -hmm. has when it comes to cheating. So for you, like, what's your personal definition of cheating? Um, I would say my personal definition of cheating is when someone forms a romantic or emotional attachment to someone else. Yeah, I think mine's the same. So anything emotional. Or romantic that doesn't involve your partner, be it physical or emotional. Exactly. So yeah, I, I believe cheating is it's really something to do with emotions and romance. And um, basically, when you prioritize someone else over your partner. Yeah. I think that's another way of defining it. So what do you think are some reasons why people cheat? Like, like, like what leads to cheating? Why do people have to cheat why do they end up cheating do they intend to cheat so I, I think this is you know this is a good question um what 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 are your thoughts personally i haven't experienced cheating i haven't been cheated on i think i haven't been cheated on nor have i been the cheater but like i have had friends who have experienced cheating and you know like the books i read and videos i watch just my own personal like knowledge of it like my take on it is that cheating is usually like a result of something it's never like oh i cheated for the hell of it so i think that it's usually when for example when you're bored with the relationship and then you look for other means if you don't feel fulfilled in the relationship then you look for something else because like usually people are they they have like this craving to feel important about themselves so if you don't get that feeling of importance from your relationship then you go to other things or other people so sometimes like you find fulfillment in your work you find fulfillment in whatever your hobby is it's still kind of like you're devoting your time and your energy into something it's it's not cheating because you're not doing it with another person but it's still like you're looking for an outlet so sometimes it just so happens that that outlet is a person and that's why cheating happens. But for me, like my take on it is that cheating isn't the cause. It's kind of like it's it's a result or like it's, an it's a tell yeah, it's a, it's an effect like a telltale sign that there is an issue in the relationship. It's it's just that cheating is like what you can really see, but mm -hmm. it's but there's like roots to it. You know, like cheating is the tree yeah. and then you just have to find out like what the roots are. Yeah, that's true. No, I, I think there are many layers to cheating. I agree with you. If there are root problems, then of course it can lead into cheating. So, you know, I've I've personally been victim to cheating several times. But the thing is, you know, I don't know if my examples are also the best. Because, uh, you know, some of my relationships were also very juvenile. So 
no one's really ready for the full commitment, right? But we're talking about like extreme cheating. Like honestly, if kids are cheating on each other, it's you know, no one expects you to stay together yeah. forever, right? You're you're too young to understand relationships to begin with, so you're definitely going to be too young to to understand if cheating is right or wrong. You know, there's no you're just not mature enough. Yeah. But if you're at like at a certain age and you've been with someone for a couple of years and then suddenly, oh, this person's cheating on me, then obviously there are more issues to it. So like what Danny said, it could be something that is like a core problem. Maybe the person doesn't feel good about himself anymore or herself anymore. And they are looking for an outlet. They're looking for a way to, to feel better. That yeah. outlet happens to be a person. Maybe they're just unhappy. Maybe they're in a toxic relationship and looking for someone else isn't just a means of an outlet. Maybe it's a means of like an escape because they're not strong enough to end things themselves. You know, there have been scenarios like that. It could be that, like you said, sometimes it comes out of sheer boredom because the relationship isn't exciting anymore. You're at that stage where nothing you do with each other is exciting and you don't make an effort either to make things more exciting. Now, is cheating good? Is it a correct way to deal with your outlet? Of course no. not. It's 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 a selfish pursuit and it's it's definitely something that can hurt the partner that you're with. Yeah. The thing is, does cheating always mean that there's a problem in the relationship? Not all the time. And I feel like I've I've kind of experienced this myself where you think you're in a very okay, very stable relationship, but then out of the blue, you know, something happens and there's another person involved. Or maybe like to you it was okay, but like your partner was experiencing problems that they didn't open maybe. to you about. And so maybe. like to you it was and a no, surprise. And I agree. I agree. But the thing is, I think the the other option there was that rather than like it was a depressing relationship, we were in a depressing relationship, it was more of she found someone she could connect with better than me. And yeah. I guess that's another Another reason why people cheat. Maybe you're with someone and you love this person, but you don't see this person. with them. Exactly. You don't see a future with them. You don't see the long run. You don't see Mm -hmm. the long game. And out of the blue, this person comes into the picture, happens to be like maybe a soulmate for you, maybe somebody that resonates with you a lot. And then you're thinking to yourself, you know what? Like, I just... I enjoy this person's company much more. And then you're thinking, okay, I'd rather be with this person. Yeah. So you can't blame someone else for that as well. You kind of have to accept it and think like, you know, the world has so many people. And in fact, Danny and I, we were discussing earlier about how we don't believe in oh God. the one true soulmate. Yeah. Because it's impossible that in the millions and billions of people in this world that there's only literally one person for you out there. Anyway, so in, in our view of what a soulmate is, we think that a soulmate can be maybe... 10, maybe 20 people you'll meet in your life that you really, really resonate with them. You really, really vibe with them. And you feel this strong, deep connection with them. It's all about, did you choose to cultivate that relationship with them? Did you choose to make it grow? And I feel like you're going to meet a couple of those in your life. And maybe, maybe it didn't work out, but it doesn't mean that there's not another soulmate out there for you. You know, because there are people that you're really going to deeply connect with. You're going to have those moments, those intense moments with. You're going to have good moments with. And maybe you'll think they're your soulmate. And then later on, something happens. It didn't work out. But that's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think that soulmates have to be like the other gender. You know, 
Like, my soulmate oh, could yeah. be a girl that I supervive with and she could be my best friend. Or, like, yeah. I feel it like... It doesn't bottom, have to be romantic. Yeah. I feel like bottom line is, like, a soulmate is someone who you have a spark with. You, ha- you have a connection exactly. with, an understanding or something. And then you choose to work on it. Like, you work on that relationship. So, it's not exactly. like there's one person that, you know, whoever made for you and that's the one person that you're destined to meet in your lifetime i think that you can meet a lot of people like for example like let's say your soulmate is a mentor or your soulmate is just someone that you happen to pass by on the street and then you talk for like five minutes and then you never meet again but it's like i think the point of the soulmate is for them to like teach you a lesson and maybe somehow like change you in a way or like i don't know i think i think that soulmates are just supposed to kind of like impact your life for for better or impact yeah for better or or like for not for worse for like a learning experience or something yeah yeah (laughs) that's true all right well anyway so yeah so reason why we brought that up is because there is a possibility that maybe the person you're with doesn't see you as that soulmate and they might find someone else that they do and when it's scenarios like that you kind of have to respect it too you kind of have to like let let it happen because as hard as it is as hard as it is as hard as it hurts you and hurts the other person it happens and actually like that that is what happened to me i have a personal story where i was with someone for four years i was very in love with this person i thought she was my soulmate i still think like maybe to some extent we were soulmates and we really vibed we really connected in so many levels it was it was very intense it was very deep relationship and definitely i felt a very deep love for her so i obviously felt like there was that soulmate connection Mm -hmm. and then things start to change i'm not in the country anymore she starts to vibe with someone else she's going through a lot of issues a lot of personal family issues like really really big big problems and she just starts vibing with someone else i even warned her about this other person that this person has intentions like you know i i can see this person really likes you and she didn't listen to me because i guess her heart desired to talk to this person more Mm -hmm. than anything else yeah eventually like you could say she emotionally cheated on me because because she fell for someone else. And I don't blame her. Of course, I was completely heartbroken and, and shattered because I really felt like she, like, I, I thought I was going to marry this girl. And then that happened. And of course, like, my whole world changed. I, I had to, like, think differently now. But, you know, I don't entirely blame her either. Yeah. You know, because it's it's the heart wants what the heart wants. You can't change how you feel about things. There's one thing I know is that you can change how you think, but you can never change how you feel. And that's something that you'll always have to remember. Yeah. Now, the only thing is, of course, like her cultivating that, that was, in my opinion, wrong. But, you know, like, like what we said, in the end, cheating is a form of selfishness. Mm-hmm. And I guess she was a little bit selfish in the sense that she really wanted to cultivate that relationship with that person. Yeah. So, yeah. But a lot of times, like, like that's a special case, I feel, for cheating. Because yeah. usually people are more superficial when they cheat. So, for example, you go to a club on your own without your partner and then you get drunk and then you cheat. Or, let's say, you have a workmate that you, let's say, have lunch and dinner with every day and then you end up cheating. Or sometimes, like, you just message other people when you're bored, things like that. But like, is so- it cheating? I think that's where we need to, like, talk about, is it really, really, really cheating or is it, like, mistake? Is it, like 
something else. No, so, but like, no, let's talk about like the actual cheating. Like, let's say yeah. they kissed or whatever, or they exactly. did other things. Okay, so if it's if it's like kissing and stuff, that that's the thing. Like we stated earlier, what do we believe in cheating? What uh, what do we believe cheating is? Like, I really think cheating is when there's emotional attachment. So yeah. let's say you go to a club, you're kind of tipsy, you're kind of drunk, and then you see a pretty girl or a pretty guy, and then you end up kissing. You don't know this person very well. You know, it's kind of like a woohoo, you know, moment, yeah. right? And then you look back later on and you're like, crap, I regret what I did. I, yeah, but I that's still cheating. You know, I felt wrong. It's still cheating to an extent. Is it forgivable? The thing is, like, let's say if you came up to me and you were like, I was drunk, I something happened and this is what, you know, I kissed the guy and stuff. Mm-hmm. I would be angry, yes. I wouldn't break up with you. Why? Okay. Because for me, it's like, one, you didn't really... You didn't betray your love for me, which is very vital. Maybe you betrayed your lust. You were lustful in the moment and you let it take control of you. Yeah, but this- I don't know. Like that that's just personal. I feel like there are instances where it can be forgive. It's yeah, forgivable. but it's never like for me, like it's never okay and it's up to you whether you want to forgive it or not. Yeah. That's true. Because it's not yeah, an so, excuse. Like, being drunk isn't an excuse to just, you know. I know. I know. But I can understand also when someone makes a mistake. Like, obviously, yeah. you're not in the right frame of mind. Yeah. When you're drunk, you're really not in the right frame of mind. So, it can be a mistake. I can understand when it's a mistake. Yeah, but at the same time, like, we don't want to use alcohol as, like, a scapegoat. Like, oh, I was drunk. So, that makes it okay. Because it's not like you turn around and someone kissed you, you know? that's that's Mm -hmm. that's something that's like not in your control but for you to like you know establish that that momentum to lead to the to the kiss there was something there and that was like conscious effort on your part even before you blacked out that was your choice to talk to the person that was your choice to you know establish like a spark and Mm -hmm. then it led to the kissing so it's like Mm -hmm. in that moment even if you were tipsy there was still like conscious effort you, like, true. you knew what you were doing. What else were you expecting it to lead to, diba? Right? That's true. So, for me, cheating is, like, anything emotional or physical. Doesn't matter. But there are times where, no, I don't know because I haven't experienced it yet. So, it's unfair for me to say, like, yeah, I will forgive you if ever, like, you made a mistake. I, I can't say because, like, it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like, knowing us... I feel like it wouldn't lead to that. If worst case scenario, it happens. I, I honestly can't speak for myself. If maybe you turned around and someone kissed you, like, okay, I'll forgive yeah. you. Yeah. But like, you know, if you tell me like I got drunk and then I kissed someone, I'll be like, yeah, but why Why did you? You know, like That's true. what happened before that that made That's you kiss true. her? Well, yeah, I agree. I don't know. There's so many facets to cheating. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. Have you ever like looking back have you ever thought you've cheated i think my most on someone oh on you or on someone anyone on any past relationships for for me did you ever like talk to someone and then you're talking to another guy at the same time stuff like that for me no because like we we can talk about this later later in this episode but because for me i never established like a serious relationship so for me it was kind of fair game since Mm -hmm. you know even if I was kind of exclusive with a guy, we also didn't establish like talk face to face that hey, we are exclusive. But did you ever feel like 
It's like in your heart, you were not doing the right thing if you're talking to another guy or something. I think the closest that I've ever been to like what I would consider cheating is remember that story if you look back in a previous episode. Remember that guy that I danced with in Prague? Okay. Okay, so recap of the night. Um, Athena and I were in this pub crawl and we were like a very small group and there were these Latinos that were teaching us how to dance. Salsa. They were teaching us how to dance and there were two guys and it was me and Athena, two girls. So then, you know, like they were touching our hips, but not in a like a super flirty way. It was just like, you know, they were teaching us like, okay, you have to move your hips like this. So of course there was like physical contact. And uh <laughs> wait and then um so the guys were teaching us how to dance the bachata and if you don't know what the bachata is you can google it it's a very intimate dance you're very close together and then you know it was like it was dark the mood was kind of like there was like that ambiance of like it was dark and then the music was i guess sexy music and then you're physically close to a guy but in my defense me and aryan <laughs> me and aryan weren't together like we weren't official at that time i think we were only like two months into talking or one month into talking but of course we talked every day already so i yeah. think that it could have led to that if for me like my definition of like us because we didn't we didn't establish that we were mm-hmm. exclusive then either so it was okay, like okay a- so 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 why didn't you because in that moment, I just thought like, number one, I'd feel guilty the next day. Or if I told you, I knew that you would be sad. And number two, it's not like I saw a future with that guy. I didn't see anything. I didn't even see talking to him the next so day or anything. So you, so you weren't tipsy enough to make a bad decision. You I were like also. still level-headed. Yeah. But okay. I'm just saying that That's it could have led enough. to that. Like our faces were close. Not close enough to like super... <laughs> But I'm just saying that it could have led to that if I leaned in or something. But then I also figured like it's a momentary feeling and like what would be the point? Okay, I kissed this guy and then I don't know, like the next day I'm going to feel like crap because I'll tell you about it and then... It would probably make us like not want to date each other or something. So yeah. yeah. I think that's my most, like, that's my closest cheating experience, if you were to consider. I think that, you know, depending on who you ask, it could be cheating, it could not be... I don't think it's cheating because you didn't allow anything to happen. Yeah, but the thing is, like, some people also, their definitions are different. So I think that, you know, like, me opening the possibility for some people, if I was with someone else, that could be cheating to them. So that's why you always have to, like, I think it's important, like, before you even get together to, like, establish the foundations of, like, what is cheating to you, what is okay, what is not okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, yeah, you're right. Wait, I want to, I want to turn the question to you. I think I've cheated a couple of times. But, like, in our relationship, not once. Okay. I've never had the opportunity. I've never, <laughs> like, I don't think I've even spoken to other girls much while I'm with you. So, in that aspect, I think we're very, we're very okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was younger, I was very foolish. And I obviously made a lot of mistakes. I was, you know, I didn't take my relationship seriously. There was one time I kissed another girl during one relationship. Where I was exactly that scenario like you. I was in a club. I was drunk. I had too much to drink. And then there was this pretty girl who was a friend of mine. We've been like kind of like flirty with each other where we're just friends. It's Mm -hmm. one of those weird flirtationships. And then she leans in for a kiss and I kind of allow it to happen. Yeah. And I remember my friend was there at the time and he was like very disapproving. And he said, you know what? You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. You have a girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And then we're like, okay, let's go. Let's get out of the club. So I left the club. But uh, that was one instance where I I felt very bad about that. And at the time, of course, I wasn't level-headed. But uh, I never told her. I also feel bad about it. Is this the toxic relationship or not? No, this is the YouTuber. 
Okay. Anyway, and then for that other toxic relationship I had, I think we kind of like cheated on each other. It was like a recurring thing, but it wasn't like, well, in my case, it wasn't physical cheating. It was more um, emotional, like I'd message people. Because it was toxic. I'd try to find a connection. Yeah, it was, I don't know, like, I think in both our cases, we were trying to find a, an escape mm-hmm. from each other. So I was kind of like trying to find... Uh, I was young. I didn't know how to say no. I didn't know how to break up with people. So instead of handling it maturely, I kind of just like, okay, I'll look for someone else. Yeah. And then when I find someone better, I'll break up with her. Yeah. With I her. Think- you know, which is completely wrong yeah. in my opinion. But I guess the basis for that was the relationship was a little bit toxic and I, I, I wasn't happy. Now, I think the biggest one, which probably really constitutes us cheating, and even though like I, I was in a good relationship, was with my the girl I was with for four years. Mm-hmm. So the story is, um, God, if they listen to this. So the story <laughs> is, basically, I went on a road trip with a couple of friends, and there was this girl I really, really, really liked in this road trip. And I've always like kind of vibed with her before, but it was in this road trip where we kind of like got to know each other better. We were chilling. We were basta. It was very, um, I felt that connection. And I don't know if she did too. I don't know. I felt like it was kind of romantic. It was like an emotional connection for me. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the reason why also I think I was vulnerable was because I was at a stage in my relationship where I was with this person already for a couple of years and I was kept a secret because she mm-hmm. didn't want her family to know. Yeah. And I guess that really took a toll on me because I was, I, I didn't like being a secret. Yeah. Even though I really, really loved the person I was with and I really, really connected with the person I was with, I feel like I kind of connected with this girl too. Mm-hmm. To have like, a kind of deep level so i remember what i did was <laughs> so silly what i did was when we got back from the road trip and i think i was helping her bring things to her to her house because we were neighbors and we lived in the same building and i kind of just confessed to her i'm like oh. you know what I, I just have to tell you like i really 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 like you and i'm in a relationship right now but i really have to get this off my chest because it's been eating me up for the past weekend right oh. And yeah, the truth is like, I, I think you're amazing. I think you're great. So I kind of had like this whole confession for her yeah. and I, I was turning red and everything. And then I don't, I don't know how she took it, but she kind of just went up to me and she gave me a hug and she's like, it's okay. I understand. But and your then, relationship after didn't change like your dynamic with her. Yeah. We kind of just like let it slide and then we didn't talk about it anymore. Okay. And then I think my girlfriend kind of, she kind of suspected that I had feelings for this girl. Even though I never expressed it. I don't know how she knew at the time. And I remember she was crying about it. She, She told me later on when she found out that she was crying about it. She was really torn, you know, it really it really made her feel bad that she knew there was this other girl that I was like I had feelings for. The thing is, nothing happened other than that confession. Nothing ever happened. And I mean, I would say the confession was a form of cheating, but I wouldn't. Like what we Oh, that's me. Yeah, but like what we said, like I never let it I never cultivated it more. Yeah. So that's the one time where I was in a stable, good relationship, even though there were hiccups and stuff, I kind of felt something for someone else. Yeah. And the thing is, the reason why I felt something for this other girl is really not because I was in a bit terrible place. It was more because I really felt something for her. Mm-hmm. You know, I really had that connection with her. And like what you said, sometimes we meet soulmates and maybe for for all you know, she was probably a soulmate at that mm-hmm. moment. Or, you know, we could have been soulmates if we cultivated something. Mm-hmm. So definitely she was like one of those interesting people that I've met. Anyway, so those are my 
examples, my instances where I feel like I've cheated on yeah. people. And I'm not I'm not a saint. I've made mistakes. I admit that many of those moments were mistakes. But I think people learn from those mistakes. And that's another thing you have to realize with people who cheat. I want to go back to what you said about uh, you were talking about the toxic one. And then you said that you didn't know how to break up with them. So then you talked to other people and then you just waited to see if you'd find someone better before you break. Because I feel like a lot of people do that. I I feel like that's a very common form of cheating that I don't know why, but they just don't break up. And then they just talk to other people in secret. Yeah, it's like a form of security. Yeah. Because they, they don't want the feeling of being alone. But at the same time, they don't they're want to happy. be with the person. They're not happy with the person yeah. they're with. I just feel like yeah. for every 10 people that you talk to, like about 5 people will have that scenario. I don't know. It's just for me, if you're not happy with the relationship, if you're bored with the relationship, you have two options. And this is always like, you, you always have two options in your relationship. You can either choose to fix it or you just break up. Because what else is there, right? So if you're bored, if you're not happy, you talk to them, you try to rekindle it, work on it. Otherwise, break up. I don't know. I I don't feel like I'm in the position to say a lot of these things because I haven't experienced it. But if I did, and I might handle it differently, because you know how like you know you you can talk all you want about it, but when the time comes, you might act differently. But this is just my take on it at this moment is that if you're not happy then what's the point of staying in the relationship you know that's true there's really no point it's kind of like extra baggage that you have to worry about you know it's extra stress so if you're not happy then you just leave and you'll find someone else yeah well i guess it depends on the relationship too but let's say like for example you've been together for years you have kids you have a house you've yeah you know been built together then yeah i guess there's, there's lots of other factors stake. to consider also. Yeah. Exactly. There's more at stake. You can't just leave, take up yeah. and leave anytime you want, right? It's it's more it's more complicated than that. Yeah. But the one I was talking about is like just, you know, the casual without yeah. without the kids, without the marriage, just Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What about open relationships? Actually, I posted a question on my Instagram story. I was asking people about like suggestions for topics. And then one person actually said that she wanted to hear our take on open relationships because it's not very common. And honestly, I don't really have an opinion on it because one, it's really not common here. So I don't know anyone who is or has been in an open relationship. Like personally, until recently, all I've known was monogamy. I knew that it yeah. existed. Like I know that there are open relationships. I know that there are people who are polygamous. You know, but that like that's something that I feel is so outside of my bubble that I don't mm-hmm. really like I don't I don't read up on it. I it's don't, hard to I form don't look into on Yeah. It. It's like it's so it's so distant for me. So that's why like yeah. until now, I mean I don't like I don't feel like I have I, I can't really say much on it. Yeah. But well, I, I actually met someone in an open relationship. Okay. I went out with someone in an open relationship. They kind of broke it to me like during the date. And the thing is, like that was a failed open relationship because later on I found out that they were having issues, they were having mm. problems because what happened was the person that she was with ended up falling for someone that he mm. was seeing. And the idea of an open relationship is that even though it's open and you maybe you'll have like moments where you share these incredible moments with other people, you still have to have some form of dedication yeah. to the person you're with. So it's not truly an open relationship if you think about it. It's more like you still have to be dedicated to someone mm-hmm. while seeing other people. Okay, That's just, hard to do yeah. when you're like meeting people, when you're 
in bed with people yeah. you know that's that's not easy because you share a lot of intimate moments with these other people so like in my opinion open relationships i i don't see it as a bad thing i don't see it as taboo i think people can be in an open relationship if you have that form of understanding and you're mature enough to like respect each other when you do open relationships like i think there are certain rules you need to also give mm-hmm. someone then i think it's okay even danny and i we kind of discussed it at one point we're we're not we're not gonna we're not saying we're gonna be in an open relationship now but like for example i've dated what about oh okay okay i've had like six girlfriends total including danny and i'm like what danny's first ever boyfriend not first relationship huh first not serious boyfriend like first serious boyfriend but she's had like kind of boyfriends and the thing is what if one day like at least for me i i probably won't feel it but i might but what if one day you know we're we're married we have kids we're you know we're kind of like at that stage where we kind of want to explore maybe more so in danny's case because i'm the only guy she's ever been with you know she had her whole life with me then she'll probably think like oh maybe i want to have a boyfriend a young boyfriend (laughs) or something (laughs) so a cougar yeah, so we were discussing it and like I'm I'm not against it, I guess. Maybe I'll kind of be, you know. Of course you're going to be like, against it. You're not going to welcome it with open arms like, "Okay, I'm not, go yeah, ahead." I'm not going to welcome it with open arms. I'm going to be hesitant. I'm going to be a little bit sad, I suppose. I think I'll be sad more than anything because maybe I'll be sad that I don't excite Danny as much anymore, but I'll also understand if she needs it because like we said, if we're at that stage in our lives and she's been with me all those years, obviously she hasn't had much experiences outside me, then I try to be as understanding as I could be. But it's actually really funny that we're we're talking about this because I read a Reddit post the other day that similar situation. So they asked for an open marriage. So the wife asked for an open marriage. And of course, he was very upset about it. But she was actually very mean about it she was like if you're not going to give this to me i'm gonna file for divorce i'm like okay that's a bit extreme so he gave some guidelines okay no talking about it whatsoever you don't talk about your partners at all the kids don't know you know a lot of things like a lot of guidelines no one comes to the house Mm -hmm. anyway and then um they try it out and he gets into a relationship first he gets he finds a girlfriend first and then she starts to call it quits she says no no no, we're gonna stop this nope (laughs) so it's like she asked for it but then she wanted to stop it the minute he got a girlfriend it's kind of sad that actually happened to um my friend yeah they're broken up now but i don't know who initiated it but one of them wanted to try an open relationship and so the girl ends up dating two other people and he just kind of feels like crap because even if he did go out with two other people as well it just felt like i mean i can't imagine how he must be feeling like knowing that you know the person you're with is with other people but yeah after that you know they decided that it wasn't for them so i feel like this is for a very specific type of yeah specific type of person and like personally if you really ask me my opinion can change but just me knowing the things that i do now i feel like open relationships are kind of doomed to begin with because i feel like biologically evolution and stuff like this is getting scientific but we're designed to find a mate and you know like that was the whole point of mankind and blah 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 i was to reproduce so if you were kind of like a cheater let's say in the era of the cavemen if you were a cheater, you'd never find a spouse. You know, your species would eventually die. You know, so I feel like biologically, we're kind of ingrained to find a person and just 
be with them. But of course, but other people, of course, want different things. And, you know, if it's if that's what they're okay with and they're all okay with that, then who am I to say no, right? Well, I mean, look at look at the Arab countries. They're men with like five, ten wives. Yeah, but that's also <laughs> so, that's also their, in their culture. That's right. Yeah. So I guess it also depends on upbringing and everything. Yeah. Like, because in the Philippines, we're, we're super Catholic, Christian and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, we're very... Yeah. traditional in that I sense. for one I for one I'm a very monogamous person when yeah. I'm with someone like I'm very tunnel vision I just see that one person yeah. now I'm, obviously you can kind of look around but other than look that's it like yeah. you just be with that one person okay so do you think a cheater can change or can get better all my answers are always scientific so um there's this thing they're called the avoidance okay it's an attachment type so you're either secure anxious or avoidant avoidant types are really the people who value their independence more than a relationship they're not comfortable with intimacy okay and that's kind of like it's neurological it's it's programmed in their brains that they're not comfortable with intimacy and that's usually not all avoidance are cheaters but usually if it happens like it's really that's part of you as a person so i feel like if you're an avoidant because you're so scared of intimacy you don't want to feel tied down and you really want you know your freedom then i mean you can change it would be hard for you because you're kind of going against your own what do you call that your own nature yeah so i'm gonna say yes cheaters can change for some people it might be harder and i think it also depends on like why did you cheat because you know for some let's say you cheated once it doesn't mean you're a cheater you know maybe your reasons were justified yeah, so exactly. but okay so yeah let's let's put it into context like a constant cheater like you know your your stereotypical guy your stereotypical f boy yeah i think your stereotypical f boy doesn't take relationships seriously to begin with so Technically speaking, it's not even cheating when he doesn't have value in the relationship. Mm-hmm. He's just a he's just a player. He's just going around and like, you know, being with other girls. That means that he's just not that into you yeah. to begin with. So in the first place, this isn't really cheating. At least we all see it as cheating. We all see, oh, this guy's cheating, he's breaking people's hearts. But in his eyes, he isn't cheating. He's just playing the game, playing mm-hmm. the field. You know, it's like a game for him. It's not something he takes absolutely seriously. So, like, can that type of person change? Yeah, probably. That's probably a phase that he's going to go through. And then one day he's going to meet that one girl and he's going to be like, okay, I'm done with Mm -hmm. that phase because he finally met the right person. But if he's, like, with multiple people, it's because he's with multiple people who aren't the right person for him to begin with. I'm not defending his actions. I I still think he's a douchebag. But but, um, I wouldn't even say that's cheating anymore because he doesn't take people seriously to begin with mm-hmm. it's all about himself the only yeah. person he cares about in the end of the day is himself and his own selfish desires so can that type of person change yeah when he meets the right person you know he'll probably wouldn't want to do that anymore okay what about forgiving a cheater like is, is cheating forgivable Depends. or would you would you forgive someone I who would. cheated on you would i forgive I forgave the person that cheated on me. Okay. My, my girlfriend of four years. I forgave her a long time ago. And even though it still hurts to remember, because one thing is forgive and another thing is forget. Mm-hmm. But um, I forgave her because I understood what she was going through too. Okay. So for me, it was like she never intended to hurt me. It just happened. So stuff happens and you kind of have to accept it. Okay. Yeah. For me, I don't want to like... Depend on the degree... 
yeah, it would depend on the degree and it would depend on the reason. If I can understand the reason, then it will be a struggle to forgive because, you know, it's like the trust was broken and everything. But, you know, if I myself can understand, put myself in your shoes and understand why and what my mistakes were that led to that, maybe I would. I mean, I would say that I would. I don't know about me in that moment with all the hurt that I'm feeling if I would, okay? But for me lang, cheating isn't, like I've, I've told you this before, cheating isn't the worst thing that, I mean, it, it's really bad because you're breaking the person's trust, you're disrespecting the relationship. It's just that for me, there's so many worse things that a person can do to you. Like for example, you can be abusive physically, you can be abusive emotionally, you can hold that person from growth, you can be the most selfish person in the world, you can forbid them from living their lives. Those I guess, aren't as common. And I think that the most common mistake that people do is cheating. Because it's like, you know, it's like the most, I guess, everyone's, everyone can do it. And it takes, yeah. you know, a special kind of person to like abuse physically or emotionally, whatever. So those, you know, you're only going to meet like probably once or never in your whole history of dating. And, yeah. you know, cheaters, you're probably going to meet like one or two. So I feel yeah. like it's not the absolute worst. Although it'll hurt. And it'll, you know, completely... It'll but you completely think it's forgivable? It. It's forgivable? No. no it de- <sighs> I'm gonna stick with my it depends answer. It depends. Yeah. Like, I think, like, you have a point that depends. But, like, what you said, like, for example, if, for example, I was an abusive guy, that's completely unforgivable. Unforgivable, yeah. Unforgivable, yeah. But if I kissed a girl, okay, even though I've been a, you know, otherwise good boyfriend, I guess that's more forgivable, right? <laughs> Yeah, but like in comparison to an abusive person. Yeah, in, in comparison, but it doesn't change what the person did. That's true. Okay, That's true. so I feel like in general, you know, is cheating forgivable? I think that, as I said, you only have two options, honestly. You break up or you have to accept it. And like, not just accept it like, oh yeah, he cheated. You have to like, I guess completely let it go. Like not hold it, not hold a grudge, not hold something against them. You know, otherwise it just builds your sentiment and it's kind of like it just eats you up from the inside. You know, five years from now, I'll bring it up like, yeah, but you cheated on me. So it's, it's yeah, you, you, you really have to like forgive the person completely in order yeah. to like move on. The thing is, um, I feel like if it's a one-time thing, it's more forgivable. But if the person like is a repeated offender and does it over and over again, multiple times, then that's already like but caution. But there's also, there's also a one-time thing, but it's been like months of buildup. True. So... Yeah. Well, then it's not a one-time thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a, Every, it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. Everything's really case-to-case, case, honestly. Yeah. We can't really say. It's true. Okay. So we're going to do this fun thing. There's this BuzzFeed quiz, and then they give different scenarios about relationships. So they ask you if, are these people cheaters or are they just inconsiderate? Okay, I'm going to read this. So here's the deal. Below are several imaginary relationship scenarios. Vote on whether you think the situation is considered cheating or not. Assume all relationships here are monogamous unless stated otherwise and have fun. We'll probably just do three because we don't have much time left. Okay, so number one, Don has been dating his girlfriend Amy for two years. Whenever his ex, Lily, is in town, they meet for dinner. They never hook up, but Don doesn't tell Amy about these dinners. Is this cheating? Yes, it's sketchy, or no, it's not cheating. The thing is, like, there's not enough context <laughs> in the story. Like, Assume all th- relationships are monogamous. Yeah, but does he still, love, yeah, does he still love the ex? Does no, he still love his ex? I don't know. Just, uh, no, just 
I, I will say depends on what person says during those dinners. I would say no if it's just meeting up and having dinners, even though it's a secret. Maybe you're just keeping it a secret like a white lie. You don't want to mm-hmm. you don't want to hurt your partner, but you still want to see maintain this friendship with your ex. Mm-hmm. Then I would say no. If there is emotional attachment, they're meeting up for dinner and they're talking about how much they miss each other and how much they love each other, then I would say yes, then that is definitely cheating. So I'm going to lean towards no because there's not much context in this story. Okay. And I'm going to just assume that it's just a secret dinner, but it's platonic anyway. Okay. My answer to this is it's not cheating. It's it's a second. It's the second one. So there's, yes, it's cheating. No, it's not cheating, but it's definitely sketchy. And no, it's not cheating at all. So I'm going to go with it's sketchy because like, why aren't you telling your partner that you're having dinners with your ex? Okay. You know? Okay. I didn't know there was three. Oh, so, okay. okay. No, it's sketchy. I agree. Yeah. Because it's like... <laughs> I mean, why aren't you telling them? Unless mm-hmm. they're kind of fragile emotionally, I think that it's something that you have to, you know? It's not like just you had dinner with whoever. Yeah, I agree. So... I, heck, I, I'd bring I'd bring my girlfriend with me. <laughs> hey, let's have dinner with my ex. <laughs> I'd bring right? him, actually. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. That's why. So I don't see the point. <laughs> okay. Number two, anyway. John and his girlfriend Serena go to a party. While Serena's outside, John plays a game of spin the bottle with the rest of the group. Serena walks in on him kissing another girl. John says it was part of the game. Is this cheating? Ooh. I'm gonna say no, it's not cheating. At all or sketchy? At all. Okay. Why? You're playing a game. Mm-hmm. It's a game. It's literally a game. Now, why did you choose to play the game? That's another thing. But honestly, it's just a game. Like you're probably tipsy. It's it's probably like flirting. But I I I wouldn't count this as cheating. I don't know. There's no real purpose. There's no real like desire to cheat. You know, it's more like oh, this looks like a fun game. It's a bit kinky. Okay, well I'll, I'll play along. Um, but yeah, I would I would say it's not cheating. That's my opinion. Okay, we're going to have a problem when it comes to this because yeah. I vote that it's cheating. Because okay, it was your choice. You're you're not held against your will. You're not being threatened. Nothing bad is going to happen if you don't kiss If you the, say no. If you, yeah, if you say no. Yeah. So like, why didn't you? I mean, you could just say you have a girlfriend and you can just quit the game. That's Are true. they going to be mad at you? I don't know. But like, why do you care? Yeah. I don't know. For me, because it's just a game, I- I'm going to say no, it's sketchy. I'm not saying no, it's not cheating. I'm going to say no, it's sketchy because even though it's just a game, you chose to play that game, but it is just a game. Okay. I'm going to vote no, it's sketchy. Okay, last one. Meg and Paul have been seeing each other for a couple of months but haven't explicitly defined their relationship yet. One night, Meg runs onto Paul and sees him on a date with someone else. Is this cheating? Well, I guess because you haven't defined what you are, then no, it's not cheating at all. Okay. Yeah. I agree with you. I would say. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like if it's if it's all casual, then it's not. And if you don't want it to be casual, then you should say so. Because yeah. I think this is a communication problem. Like, if it's casual, then it's okay. Like, it's fair game. But if, for example, we said it was exclusive and you went on that date, then it's like, it's already disrespectful because we already established, even if we're not official, we established that we're exclusive. So you still chose to, you know, disrespect what we agreed on. But if mm-hmm. I thought like, okay, what if it, in the instance na I assumed, like me, I assumed na it was exclusive, but you thought it was casual. Then that's miscommunication. Yeah. So it really just boils that's, down to communication. Yeah. 
So for me, I feel like you really need to just communicate with someone yeah. and establish what you really are. Like in that instance where you felt like you were dancing with a guy, it could have led to something else. And if it did lead to something else, it's not entirely your fault. It's more of we should have made it clear that we are exclusively dating, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Um, what about... Okay, we're we're close to ending this because I think we've been talking for an hour now. But like, let's talk about like the boundary between flirting and cheating. Because you can be in a relationship, okay. and we talked about it in this in in um, a previous episode where we talked about flirting. But you know, since it's still related to cheating, then we'll talk about it here. So, where do you think the line is drawn between flirting while you're in a relationship and cheating? I think when you start to like flirt and it leads to something else, mm-hmm. and maybe when it's like with one person constantly, you flirt with this one person, and then slowly you start to talk to this person, and then now this person is. Part of your daily routine, you're yeah. messaging this person all the time, that's cheating already, in my opinion. Okay. For me, I feel like it depends on what my personality is. For example, I'm naturally friendly, okay? I'm, I'm naturally friendly to the guys. And I'm always like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not flirty. Like, you know, I physically touch them and I really intend to flirt. But sometimes, like, I'll admit that sometimes to an outsider... Yeah, yeah. No, I'll admit that to an outsider, it might seem like I'm flirting because, for example, like if I'm really into the conversation, or let's say, you know, I'm 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 comfortable with guys, so it, I'm not gonna like touch them in in places. But for example, if they put their arm around me, I'm not gonna like shrug it off. So for me, it it really just boils down to who you are as a person. Like if you're a person who's like kind of naturally extroverted if you're naturally flirty then it's not cheating because you're kind of like you're just being you of course like with boundaries with boundaries but if you're doing it intentionally like it's not innate in you to flirt and you're consciously doing it to like create a spark with someone then that's like that's where the line is crossed now because like that's your intention to attract them something yeah but like Mm -hmm. for us i have my guy friends you have your girlfriends. You talk to your girlfriends a lot, okay? I talk to mm-hmm. my guy friends a lot. And maybe to their partners who don't see it the same way, maybe they would think that, you know, their, their partners are kind of cheating. I still think Although, that's different though. That's why. That's not flirting even. That's just friends. Yeah, but then you know like how like sometimes the, the, in relationships, yeah. they'll accuse now because you're so close to this friend. It's like you're flirting already. Because for example, like, you know, remember for the drama that happened to me. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> that, remember. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't want to talk about it because it's gonna... Like, it's, it's, it's a long story. But, you know, I, I am friends with a lot of guys. And there are... There have been a couple of girls who saw the guys as being flirty with me. Even if I didn't see it at all. They did. And, you know, that's either some miscommunication between her and my guy friend. Or, you know, that's... I mean, I wouldn't. I don't want to say like that they were being insecure, but you know, it, it could just be a play on their insecurity because yeah. they don't feel like because they don't feel secure in the relationship. I don't want to blame them, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it happens. Well, you are a flirty girl, though. I will say, like I've seen you, I've seen you with. But a guy I'm not. That you find but I'm not flirty in a way that it's super outright. You know, I'm yeah, not like I'm course. not bombshell flirty. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, you're not a seductress. Yeah. But but like there are moments where like if a guy is flirting with you, you kind of like oh okay, and then you're twirling your hair a little bit. Then I <laughs> yeah, see but, those. I've seen those moments. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not also like with any guy. Like it's only when it's yeah. That's why it's only when it's a guy. Or, that you're attracted to yeah or if i'm if i'm very into the conversation because i'm i'm the type of person that i'm very expressive my face is very expressive so if i like the conversation i'll be like really smiling 
And like my eyes will mm-hmm. be like super bright. And even if I'm mm-hmm. not flirting in my head, like this isn't to create an attraction. Or if in my head, I'm not even attracted to you, but I'm attracted to like the conversation on my face, it'll be like I'm flirting already. Because you know me, like I have a very specific type. So I'm kind of hard mm-hmm. to please in like the looks area. So yeah, that's true. Even if an unattractive guy talks to me and I like the conversation, it'll look like I'm flirting because my, my face is like so smiley. Mm-hmm. I know that look. <laughs> I've seen that look the other day. <laughs> when? When Enola Holmes. Ah, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> For anyone who hasn't seen Enola Holmes, the Viscount of Tewksbury is very cute. I'm just going to say that. Ariana's anyway, very moving upset. on. <laughs> okay. So, um... Yeah, I think I think we discussed everything we had to discuss today. Please follow us on whatever platform you're listening to. If it's Spotify, then please uh, follow us on Spotify. If it's Apple Podcasts, please give a review. You know, give us like five stars if you like us, or one star if you don't. Um, <laughs> any anything would be appreciated. Yeah, I think I think that wraps it up for this episode. This is kind of a heavy episode. Yeah. But I think we talked about some good points. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're wrapping up this episode. Uh, this has been Danny. And this is Ariane. And this has been Love and Confetti. Thank you so much. Catch you on the next episode. Bye, guys.